Welcome to WITSONET, WITSO's professional business network. Today on our Corona lockdown conversations, we are having Simon Schumann, the director of Graphical. I'm Asnaf Maas, WITSO's philanthropy manager. Hi Simon, how are you? I'm very well, Osnat. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you for joining us. Uh, well, today we are going to talk about uh, branding, marketing and fundraising, which on uh, regular days, I assume, is, you know, quite straightforward. You need to be creative, but you know where you're going. Um, when it comes to the way companies are branding themselves, do you notice any difference now compared to what happened just a few weeks ago? Well, I, I, think, I, think it's a, I think it's an interesting point. I think people haven't yet decided what, um, what they want to be during the coronavirus crisis. I don't think, um, I think companies have been, but, but let's be honest, I mean, we've all lost track of the days and we're all losing track of time. Um, I think what's happening, and, and it's all happened so incredibly fast. So on one hand, we're sort of stuck at home and potentially a bit bored and going cabin fever. On the other hand, it's all happened so fast that yeah. you can't remember how many days into the lockdown you actually are. And some people were locking down themselves beforehand. So I think from a corporate point of view, companies don't really know, you know who they are and what they're trying to say. So if we look at, take cor corporates, for, ex for example, the, the very big companies, uh, and, I, and I'm not doing this from a personal point of view, I'm just doing it anecdotally from what I'm seeming yeah. to observe, um, not personal to our business, but the very big companies are carrying on as they were before. So, and, th and that happens in two ways, the sort of, what I would call the sort of the above the line obvious marketing, they are doing, but they're not, they're not, uh, they're not pushing it hard. Um, I get the feeling that you know, only so many, I'm, I'm looking at things like TV advertising, things like that, the sort of FMCG uh, yeah. goods. So, and TV advertising now seems to be, it, again, it depends, on when you, it depends on when you look, but it's a combination of, uh, and where you look, but you look at the, you know, you've got companies, uh, Sky, for instance, just seems to be full of companies selling gold coins, uh, yeah. because I suspect that, that their angle is that, A, that they probably bought up all this daytime advertising in the past, and it's cheap anyway, so you've got to think of some of that as well, and B, that gold is always seen as a a safe haven in times of um, times of trouble. But the reality is these, I don't, I, I don't know the, the, the quality of this or anything like that. And I always think they're a bit sort of scammy, those ads anyway. But but the big firms, you know, the, the mobile phone companies, that they're carrying on because everyone knows you need that. The internet companies selling broadband because everyone knows yeah. you kind of need that. But I think, in, but from, from a consumer point of view, I think it's very hard for anyone to, to be overtly selling anything now because people, you know, people know they need food. But outside of food, I'm not sure, you know, and, and some minor entertainment products to keep yourself busy. People don't really need that that much. But so, and I think what's happening is a lot of the big companies are carrying on. I know from our point of view, we're working with some uh, big firms still, and what they're doing is they're, they 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 know they can ride this out. They know that the world will come back. Uh, they know yeah. they're going to be here when, when the world comes back. And what they're specifically doing is they're sort of planning for when that happens. So they're not suddenly, so they're not suddenly stopping their product launches. They're working on their product launches to get to get everything ready. Um, now, in another word, looking if we take the say the service the service industries, and again looking at it from 
you know, through the lens of what we do, you know, helping businesses like that promote themselves. I get the feeling the service industries have pretty much gone quiet. Yeah. Uh, they seem to they seem to have shut up shop from the point of viewers. They know, you know, if you take legal, uh, you know, professional services like law firms, accountancies, they know people can come to them. But at the same time, they also know that they have, uh, they, they run reasonably, they've got expensive but type ships. So they've got lots of staff, lots of partners, lots of, you know, and at the end of the day, if there's no commerce, uh, you know, law firms, depending on what they do, may struggle if they're very focused on corporate work. There's not yeah. a lot of corporate around. If they're very focused on real estate, there is no real estate, you know, there's, there's no real estate uh, work around. I think Maybe behind the scenes, I think the real estate mainly affected uh, people like you and me if we are about to buy a house or to sell. But I think in higher levels, uh, some things are still going on. And when it comes to their branding and marketing, I was wondering now that we looked at the big firms, small businesses that usually count on social media and uh, organic followers more than uh, a yeah. promotion. Uh, because one of the things I've noticed, I get less adverts on uh, Facebook at the moment, for example. Okay. Yeah. So I think so. I think that's so. I think that's interesting. So I think I, I was actually having a conversation with. A social media business a colleague of mine um, earlier today and talking to someone yesterday and most of them still still seem to be they seem to be down but they're still doing business because what's happening is their clients realize that if they go off grid now they're going to drop down they'll drop down the sort yeah. of pecking order people will, will forget them so it's a question of carrying on you know some of some of these guys uh you know one of the guys said he was quite lucky because a lot of his clients were in the sort of construction and DIY world. So in that, yeah. you know, in that world, they're still doing this. Some people have, you know, if you're a small business, you're in the food world. I've always been, I've been really impressed by the way that the food businesses have, I mean, they have no choice, but they very quickly pivoted to changing their model. So, so yeah. that's what a lot, that's what a lot of businesses are doing is that where possible, they're changing the model. So a restaurant's gone from cooking and serving people in their restaurant to cooking where possible and doing it through um, takeaways and, yeah. and, and, and or, or not even takeaways, deliver, have to be deliveries these Deliveries. Although, although again, they're coming under pressure. I understand, you know, people like Deliveroo, et cetera, are coming under pressure because a lot of the restaurants are closing. A lot of the bigger chains are closed down entirely. And that's how, so if you want Wagamamas, you can't get Wagamamas on Deliveroo because Wagamama yeah. is closed down. So that then affects Deliveroo, which then affects the drivers. Which, yeah. so, 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 but going back to your question, I think the small businesses are, are pivoting. They're pivoting where they can. The other side of it is they're small enough to, I think there's an element of hibernation going on. You know, people are just, yeah. you know, clutching down their systems to the basic ones they need to keep alive. Literal and metaphorical these days. Now we are going to go into something that is slightly more uh, sensitive, especially uh, for me, as I am from a charity, from WITO, um, fundraising. Because up to now we talked about companies and the commercial world, but uh, how do you think it affects charities and their fundraising abilities, especially uh, charities that are not NHS linked because at the moment the focus rightfully so in a way is on the nhs but other charities yeah. still need to get the monies for their projects going on um yeah 
absolutely. So, so I think so. So there's there's two ways of looking at it. Both the the, the charities themselves and a lot of charities are. Um, I don't know. This isn't directly the question. But a lot of charities are looking at sort of their admin costs and how they can reduce those yeah. so that they have. So their so their outgoings are as little as possible. Now, but that, so let's answer your question. But what are they doing about the fact they still need money coming in? Now, it, I guess it all depends on the calendar and the cycle. So if you have, if you're in, and a lot of charities are, if your entire fundraising is based around your annual dinner plus twenty percent, and your yeah. annual dinner is in June, you've got a problem. Yeah, you know, they're all putting these off. You know, and. Um, uh, lots of people are putting their lunch, their dinners, and so on off. But there's only, but but there's only so many dinners you're ever going to be able to have in, yeah. in one year. Although there are, so, but but, most, but a lot of people don't support all charities. You know, they all have two or three that they support. Those are the two yeah. or three dinners they, etc. If uh, if you know, as I say, if you've had your dinner and all the rest of it, then then, then it's less of an issue. But the other way of it is, that you know, and then there are some charities who don't have dinners at all. I was talking to a charity yesterday. Um, one of their fundraising things they do is they do a walk. Right, and how yeah. how's that going to work? Now uh, they do like sponsored walks, uh, and that helps raise money, and it actually sends the money to Israel. So what they're going to do instead was instead of them organising the walk and everyone doing it under their banner, they're pivoting their social media and their communications channels to inform people that what they want people to do now is that when they go out and do their daily walk, they're doing then they still give the small money that they were going to give to this charity and they give it anyway so it's being clever and thinking on your feet and not just writing to everyone and saying we've cancelled and yeah. i don't, and i think charity and i think charities need to change their messaging uh, i think we have um, a duty to make sure that we continue to support all charities i think you know, charities will take the hit along with everybody else uh, and it's quite possible they'll take the biggest hit because at the end of the day it's discretionary um, in discretionary yeah. spend that people are putting to charities. If people, if people take a hit on their income, some people, their um, income has dried completely regardless of what they're doing about marketing and branding because, because of this situation. So obviously there would be a knock-on effect. But uh, do, you, no, do you have any, any suggestions or ideas for charities uh, and i'm talking about the smaller ones uh, not uh, obviously you know yeah. the, the big ones so I, I, that I, on. do you have any suggestions definitely so keep communicating keep talking to your keep talking to your donor base make people know um make people know that you that you're doing you know you're still doing good work and you still need their money and i think this is an opportunity to be people have got time now so that's the one thing people have got so let's think how we do that it's about building up relationships even if perhaps the money isn't for today it's being there it's being there for someone tomorrow um you know a lot of charity as you say there's a huge focus on the nhs now but at the same time you know we've all been i'm sure you're doing it you know where possible helping you know yeah. we've all up the NHS you know charity but I've also been delivering food for through the, the synagogues for local people so we are we're all working in the background we're all doing things so I like to think when this is all over the NHS will to a certain extent pay back yeah uh, not not literally money but the NHS will 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 they, they will want to help all the people that helped them if you know what I mean and it's a big enough body and I don't know I don't know how that will work practically, but but the key, but also you've got to remember as, as charities and small charities, marketing doesn't need to cost a lot of money. So I just think people need to be clever about how they spend their money. So um, you, 
you can't be capitalizing on this. No one can yeah. capitalize on this. But at the same time, if you're too worried about saying we're still here, um, the other people, the other people will, will, they won't care and they'll take your pound. So you need to make sure that the pound that you used to go to, so you need to communicate, you need to communicate directly with people, write them emails saying, we're not, you know, we're not having a dinner this year, or I know it might be difficult for you, but can you give a percentage of what you, you thought that you'd be able to give? It's, it's, it's really, it's really, it's really tough because people, you know, you know, most, you know, a lot of people are, you know, are struggling or might be struggling. I think that's another, another fear yeah. that people are okay now. But what, what about in three months if it's a exactly the sort of the people next are, stage? People are not just hoarding physically; they're hoarding sort of mentally in their head and yeah. their money and their bank accounts about how they're gonna and what they're gonna spend on. That um, is true because but, but for social example, media, I, you know, if you're controlling it yourself or if you use an agency, etc., is relatively low cost. Yeah, and, and the hardest thing with social media, and you hear this word, the magic word, content. And a lot of people, it's boring content, yeah. you know, uh, or another thing, another survey, another whatever. It's not relevant. People just yeah. chucking social media tweets out or, or Facebook. Sure. Posts. But now you have proper content. And in, a, in some ways, you can almost be less, um, you don't have to be, it doesn't have to be delivered as slickly as it used to be. It doesn't have to be brilliantly edited videos. Just get it out there. Look what yeah. we did today. We do maybe some infographics. That's an opportunity to do infographics. You know, yeah. you can see we serve, today we serve 10,000 meals to children in Israel whose parents are working institutions who wouldn't otherwise be able to do that. Or yeah. just 10,000 vulnerable people or helping women in, you know, we've helped put so many, you know, women that we help in our, our abuse shelters, domestic victims of domestic abuse. Let's, yeah. let's talk about that. Let's talk about the things you know, there's all this, all of that's still going on. And as we know, you know, domestic abuse, you know, lots of, uh, it goes on in lots of families and if, if, if husbands and wives are put together in these situations now, it's going to get worse. We've seen that. The pressure is country. mounting when there is violence to begin with. Now it's going to mount. And I can tell you that uh, our uh, shelters in Israel are busier than ever, unfortunately. It's a sad thing to say, but yes. there is a lot of pressure and a lot of demand, unfortunately. Absolutely, and, and, and again, and I think people respond, so people respond to those stories. I think, I think charities can, can be complacent. There's just an assumption they'll put their hands out and people will give money because, because no. and, and in a sense, they're the very successful charities because they're the charities that spent so much money on their brands in the past that you don't even know what they're doing and you just think, I'll give them money. Right. Yeah. Whereas, well, actually, but 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 those are the bigger charities. The smaller charities tell your story. Everyone is going to have a, a story. Everyone has their own donor base out there. Uh, yeah. People, you've just got to find them, and you won't find them unless you tell their stories so that people can see. Oh, that resonates with me. That's the people I. Those are the people I want to support. Definitely. Thank you very very much, Simon, for uh, your uh, ideas and for the outlook on how to uh, get things moving despite this lockdown and uh, slowness of the way the market is operating. Uh, I really appreciate it. And thank you for watching us. No, my pleasure. Thank you very much indeed.